Hi, Han. Hello. On Love & Hip Hop New York, Fresher's going to have to take out a whole other loan hmm. for all the upgrades Jen wants to do on the house. <laughs> Love & Hip Hop Miami, we will give Miami Tip a call to chat about the trespassing sign. Bring. She took that well. Right. And on the season premiere of Black Ink Crew New York, Caesar promotes, demotes, and fires a number of folks. So we'll give him a call, too. Mm. I'm going to see if I'm fired. Beach right. 100, the podcast is going down. When? Now. Welcome to VH100, which is the official podcast for all things VH1 pop culture and more. Uh, my name is Easy Manoli. That's right, and I'm a Lejeune, and we're excited about another episode of VH100, the podcast. So if you find fancy folks want to get all up in this conversation right now, make sure you're using that hashtag VH100 podcast and talk that talk with us. Oh. Right, Easy? You know why I'm laughing? Why? It's because my mom sometimes listens to this and mm-hmm. she swears that our voices are sped up. She's like, there's no way that the both of you talk that fast. Oh, are we talking too fast? Apparently we are talking too fast. But then again, my mom is in her 60s. Not not, not hating on that, but sometimes, right. you know, they, they're just like, hey, slow your roll a little bit with the talking. No. But we she and, slow down. and my one cousin and my one aunt are all in cahoots and swear that we are sped up. We're not. <laughs> I know. She's uh, like, so do you right now? And I'm all, first of all, man, it's like, no. Right. You should have bust out the script and read it. <laughs> like, let her know what's going on. Uh, how are Listen, you? Listen, <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up with all your amazing energy. You know oh, what I'm okay. saying? Thank you so much. Okay. Well, I said to her, I go, whenever we talk on the phone, but then whenever we do talk on the phone, homegirl is just like constantly right. just like... T- chatting it up. It's a lot. She does not let me ever get a word in edgewise, so maybe yeah. that's why, mother, Ooh. you haven't heard me talk, but how are you, That's Le-Jam? so true. Right. <laughs> Moms. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Gotta I'm sure love them. I'm sure you do the same thing with your son now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard. To be honest, I feel like I can hardly ever get a word in because he has so much to say, well, and I just love kid. it. He has so much to say, it does not stop, but I just love it. I'm he really friends. does, because when you brought him into the office here and there, he's just like, what's up? What's this? Oh, this is cool. And I'm all, wow. Right. Yeah, no, that's every day. And it's like from the early morning until you literally take him down. Like, there's no, like, (laughs) there's no, like, oh, I'm going to go lay down. I'm tired. Like, you have to, like, he's at full energy until you're like, lay down. (laughs) And then he'll just go to sleep. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, What did you do this weekend? You know, kept it cute. You know, um, you know, I was with Taji. We did cute stuff. I went on another date. So I'm just out here living my best mom and, uh, you know, lady life. Single life. Right. So we have a lot of prospects, but not from dating apps, though, right? No, we don't. Damn. Okay. I still haven't, you know, played in those. Dipped your toe in Water, right? Exactly. Okay. But I'm intrigued. I'm willing to do that. I know. I love that we literally do this every week. Where I'm all, let's get you on some type of dating app, and I, you're like, let's do it. I think I would like it. You know why? Because I'm like getting really into someone that lives so close to me, which makes me nervous. I've never dated someone that lives so close to me. What do you mean? I don't know. I just like walking distance close. Yes. Oh, I wow. mean this person. That, yes. I was trying to have a walking distance close. Uh, Friends with benefits type of thing. Mm, see, that's <laughs> WB. Hey, that's ideal, right? I do have one, but I'm not into it anymore. Mm. And I'm all, and I feel bad. So that gets awkward because you might run into each other in the neighborhood. Straight up, not even the neighborhood on our block. No, it, they have moved. Good, uh, legit, right next door. So once in a while, what? I'll get the hit up like. 
are you around? And I can't say no because they could just And then see you have me. to turn the lights out. Yeah, and I'm like, shit! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, yeah, my roommate's home. Right. It is what it is. Uh, but no, yeah, my weekend was entertaining. Oh, that is crazy. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> well, that's what brought it up because that's what happened this past weekend. Wow! <laughs> and I keep saying they because it's a couple. Right. Anyways. Okay! <laughs> I remember, I remember when that first started going down. <laughs> I, listen, it's not my problem, not my business. It was <laughs> exciting. It was all fun and it exciting was, in the in for, the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> okay. for a couple years ago. But now I'm like, all right, we're good. Right, yeah. It is what it Let that ship sail. Right. Okay. We're done. They're done. Maybe you should just tell them. I mean, but the thing is I want to be friendly, but not with the benefits part. So I had I had a similar a situation where there was oh, yeah. um someone that I was like, that I had once dated. And, you know, like, we, he was like, talking to me as if we were entertaining some sort of like benefit situation and I nicely kindly told him that maybe what we once had was a beautiful moment in time yeah oh and he was like um let's just he was like I just want to hang out with you so let's just hang out like what kind of hang out in each other's mouths hang out or just like I basically told him like I'm not checking for you like that ooh okay and he was like let's just hang out and he was like, I, I, I don't, I just want to see you and hang out with you. And I'm like, uh-huh. I don't know, I don't know if it's a setup. You do have great vibes though. Oh, I'm cool, right? It's so cool. You're such a cool mom. So I think that you could do that with these guys. You could be like, hey, I love you guys. The vibes are so cool. But yeah. I'm just at a different place in my mind. Like I don't think they'll be a fan. Like to be yeah. honest, I thought that he was gonna be like, all right, whatever, later for you too. Yeah. But he, the response was so friendly. Like no, Lejeune. Like I, you want, I just like want to hang. I just want to hang out with you. Oh, yeah, but no, the, I, they've said, let's hang out naked and drink. Right. And <laughs> so, so I got to clean that up right. real quick. Yeah, you hang, you clean that up. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was great. Right. So I have a little surprise. All right. We have no PCPQ this week. No pop culture pop quiz. Oh, that's, a, that's too much pressure. Pressure. Only because we are, we're going to call a couple folks today. So I figured, you know, we got a lot going down. Yeah, let's get to it. And I think we should just swan dive right into this. I agree. All right. So we'll kick it off with Love and Hip Hop New York. Let's do it. And I know you got a free cap with me. <laughs> you are ready. All right. Hit me with it in mm-hmm. three, two, uh, one. Uh, free cap. Uh, uh. Child Drop, now Remy's free to go. Fresher got dead, but he taking loans. Caught the house to get his lady back, but them solo meetings, she not having that. My drove to Jimmy to keep the house. Change your mind, came back and kicked him out. Safari face on them billboards. Now we about to go away on tour. Any day, men is about to pop. So it's fine timing on this album drop. Pum, 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 pum. <laughs> yes. So obviously we know that Safari dropped the album. Right. When we chatted with him. Strict. There you go. And obviously, with a new album, you're going to have to promote it and go out on tour. It's a lot of things. That's why, I, you know, I'm not really in this industry and I'm not in their business too much. But when I heard about it, I thought, oh, he's going to have to do X, Y, and Z for this album. And I hope he's going to be there for the baby. So he is making a promise to Erica that after his release party, he's going to move down to Atlanta with her and get ready for the baby. Yes. Okay. And we all know the album release party was at SOB's. Mm-hmm. And the performance was like 
papoose and fresh, everybody. Look. I was just like, wow, you could just tell everybody was just very hype. Yeah. The energy was very high. I know that you and I actually didn't end up going. We didn't end up going, but it looked like it was a vibe. Yes. We didn't end up going because it was a, it's a school night for us and it was it was, was late. It was late. <laughs> it yeah, was late. There was it, a lot it, it is what it is. Right. So everyone is on a high, including Erica. And now Safari's like, hmm, this might be a good time to let Erica know that I gotta do some things. Cause I guess right when they get into Atlanta, he has to leave for about two weeks for right. promotional touring type of thing. I commend how he how he dropped the news though. Cause you know, like sometimes people can be clumsy and he she's like, I just wanna make sure your head is right. He's like, you know what? There's just one thing I'm yeah. worried about, girl. <laughs> Ooh, if it wasn't for this a way one of thing. words. He has yeah. a way of words. He's a charming cat. Absolutely, because he was even saying how, well, you know, you need to have your career going to support the family. And I said, oh, my God, I know exactly what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. So you are just kicking up that conversation. Like, whoa. Obviously, she sees right through that bullshit, though, because that's why we love Erica. You yeah, can fluff and puff as much as you want, but she's like, pop, pop, poof. What? That's what you're basically saying. Right. Is that you might not be here for the delivery. And he's like, well, when we're super, super close. And she's like, we're uh, super, super close right now, baby Sir, boy. Yeah, she has the Braxton Hicks going on. Right. Which I didn't know what that was, and I like that she broke that down. Yeah, it's true. It's a thing. I didn't yeah. really have any. Oh, you I did it? That. Oh, you know what? I actually It's funny, because I was going to ask you. I actually did. She said it's the body getting ready. For yeah. delivery. I actually did, and I had my last appointment, told the doctor I was having them, and he was like, no, you're fine, and had the baby the next day. So anyway. Oh, damn. He was like, no, nothing's happening, just Braxton Hicks, and then the next day I went into labor. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. If there's Lejeune. <laughs> <laughs> I went into labor, had my kid, whatever, Sorry. no big deal. So, Back to Safari and Erica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about my uterus. <laughs> Over to hers. So, yeah, she's a little concerned because she's just like, you know, my body's getting ready to deliver. Like, the time is right. now. And even, to be honest, the stress of just thinking, will he be here, will he not? Put her in labor. Like, this uh-huh. is a very sensitive time. And she is emotional. There's a lot going on. She might need help. Yeah. Like, mobility is not as ideal. And yeah. she just needs her man, especially if they're going back to Atlanta and they're not going to, like, have as many hands to help them. Exactly. Okay. So we shall see. But basically, she just wants to get the house ready in Atlanta as for the baby. Basically, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I feel like they should just send somebody to get it ready. Oh, should Send them ahead and then let Erica go when it's ready. Because she's nine months pregnant. Girl, yeah. what you going to do? Sit down. But maybe she wants to, you know, because. Yeah, you're right. The personal touch. The personal yeah, you're touch. you're right. You can't and, do that with the baby's yeah. room. I'm sorry. I love whenever Who I make Lejeune spiral like that. Because she'll like be like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Never mind. I know. Well, at least Completely I'm not fold. strong and wrong. I'm like, ugh. Oh. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> and then speaking of houses getting ready. Right. Jim Jones. Gets a nice little house for Mama Jones. Right. And they're checking out the new digs. And she's very emotional about the house. And kind of once she finds out about Chrissy's hand and helping and everything and how she probably will end up decorating some things, that's a huge no-no. Right. And now she talks about wanting a red door. She's mentioned that from the jump. And Jimmy said he was going to talk to the interior designer Yep. And quite frankly, I think if the woman wanted a red door, she should have a red door. So this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Because as they are going at it, right, Mama Jones is just like, listen, you should have asked me for my input because this is my house. And then he kind of busts out with the like, well, you didn't buy this house. I bought this house for you. It, like Basically, it's his money. So this is what how going to be going on for the rest of her life? Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that, though? Because like obviously he built the house for her because the her house burnt down. And living in a hotel for two years, by the way, That's I was like, lot. what? 
Yeah, that's a lot. But here, here's I my did that thing. for a month and wanted to freak out. But Die, anyways, right. that's yeah. besides the point. No, that's a lot. I honestly think that he just said that because he didn't know have anything else to say at the moment. Like, okay. I just feel like that. And I don't think that that's an appropriate answer. And if, all right, maybe you wanted to surprise her so you didn't want to keep getting her input. But if the woman said she wants a red door, let her walk up and see the red door. Or, yeah, because it's then her you wouldn't have Right. And then you wouldn't have any issues with anything else because she'd be like, you know what? They were attentive to my needs. So to yeah. find out that what she specifically requested wasn't done and then the person that did the designing is someone that she has she animosity with, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a lot. It's a lot to take in. And then also, you know, she's just like, you can tell like she wants to have some control over things. Right. And there's just like zero. Even Jim's sister, Alexius, is just like, no, we don't need a, we don't need a red door. Right. And you're all, well, she asked for it, though. It's true. It's like her. She's like, And she plugged her ears. I love that. Yeah. And I do love the fake goodbye. I always love a good fake goodbye. Like, I'm out of here. Peace. Actually, wait. This, this is, is my play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Despite what he said about, like, this, I bought this house, X, Y, Z. I just love that moment when she came back and kicked him out. She was like, no. Yeah. Skirt, skirt. No, I you go. So. <laughs> and then speaking of new houses, Fresher uh, is still out the house with Jen. And tries to make things right with her by taking a loan out and even putting a down payment on her dream house. Skirt, skirt. Let me just say something. Hit me. That wouldn't have worked for me. Ooh. Because. It did work for it for like a second. The but loan God. is going to have to be paid back. And if you're mm-hmm. already in debt, this is not a smart move. Time to do it. Yeah. I, and I, listen, I'm say, listen, boo. I appreciate your efforts. This is all great, maybe, but you need to like get it together in a real way because we're grown as adults, and I yeah. can't just be playing around with debt. Yeah. Well, she, it seems like she doesn't think that they have debt because. Oh yeah, you're right. She's <laughs> not stunting on that debt. She is not. Stunting she is not on stunting it. on that debt. She's like, you better call the police. Yeah, because she's saying like she wants to be part of the conversations with Jada. You're right. And that she's not getting a dollar. So I guess when you have that kind of mindset, mm. you're thinking, uh-uh. And he's just like, well, give me some time to think about that. And she's like, well, you could think about it on your grandmother's couch. I'm trying to think about like, this. Like, if the man involved is saying, nah, I ordered his money, how are you going to be like, no, he doesn't? Like, yeah. you, how are you going to tell him, no, I don't owe you? Well, because she, yeah, she's, I, I heard her say something like, his money is my money, so she's not taking my money and da, right. da, da. but yeah, if he's fessing up to some yeah, if I if my partner was like, Hey, I owe this person money, I would actually be proud of them for acknowledging that and right. taking actions to do it. Right. And right. So I, I'm not too sure what's going on there, but he does seem genuinely sorry. Right. And it's like if- he's crying and he wants to be the man that she deserves. And- I didn't I didn't I mean, I felt like that was get backs. Yeah. Like I didn't feel that but but it was a nice gesture it was a nice gesture <laughs> but i will say she made it crystal clear that she wants to be a part of the meetup with jada and he still meets up with her without jen here's the thing as furious and like raw as she can be he's just doesn't seem to give a f- no <laughs> <laughs> Really? He's like, I she, get scared through through the fucking screen i'm just like uh-uh. and pressure knows he's like he's fresh like this is bark yeah, Amal, is it? Because she, like, the, the head shaking thing right. just stresses me out. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. But he comes up with the whole payment system with Jada. And if he's late on something, $500 late payment on interest. That's great. Yeah. They'll handle business on email. If he ghosts her, she will blow up his phone from the different number of phone numbers. That's wonderful. Right. She even records him on her phone saying he will pay her on time. 
after she even tries to get him, she's like, "What you got? Give me that five dollars. You got money. I know you got money on you." That was this a little flirt, real. flirt. That was happening. a little flirt. Yeah, because he even said it too. He's like, "Is this what you wear around the house?" She's like, "What do you mean? Is this what I wear around the house?" Right, exactly. Because one, wasn't she at her little new boutique that she's trying to open? She was. Yes. So one, she's not at the house. So yeah. why are you asking that? Two, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> That was a little flirty. Right, it was flirty. That was a little and flirty. And then another thing, like, to just go back, like, all right, say he decides to not just willingly pay the money and this goes to court. Now you have the evidence of him agreeing to pay the money already. Yeah. It's just like, it's give it up. Let the man pay this woman back because yeah. he hurt her. Yeah, and it's already done. Exactly, because that's what I was going to say. Even though Jen's like, uh-uh, he's already, like, on video. He made a whole plan. So it, it's going to be very oh, interesting. God, but they are, like, flirting. Yeah, there was some flirting and then it doesn't help that when they move into the house and obviously Jen's like oh I want marble countertops and I want to slide for the pool and he is just like gets flustered because he's just like this is a lot of money I have to tell her about Jada and when he does tell Jen about meeting up with Jada behind her back she obviously flips out mm-hmm. and what does the man say he says I felt like it wouldn't be fair to Jada if you were a part of that conversation. And that was a poor choice, choice of, of words, words, folks. He should have <laughs> thought about he should have thought that through. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Be just take it some time to think and be a little more intentional with your words. Yeah, I I definitely think don't think he thought that say? through. No, I mean he didn't he didn't Once take he the said time. that even I knew I was like she's going to go postal. But before he knew how how adamant she was about being a part of this conversation. Mm-hmm. He should have had something in his mind to say when she asked pre-scripted. him Pre-scripted. Something pre-scripted that actually made sense. Yes. Because, For an sir. argument, because you knew that she was going to freak out. So what, Sir! Yeah, I died. When he's like, well, I, I feel bad. It's not fair. I, I was literally like, was like no! I was like, I Yeah. I did a gay gas. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> No, he didn't. <laughs> so, of course, she's like, oh, you settled on money? You, no, you didn't. You didn't settle shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to court. Right. And then, of course, he's he is right. He's like, like, lawyer fees and this fee, and you want to fucking slide up the He's like, pool. and you, what you don't know is that I recorded a video oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> agreeing to pay back this debt. So, and then there's that. But I guess he doesn't stop there because we see on the episode for next week, he pops the question for her to marry him. So we'll see what <laughs> they say on that because uh, that's even more money to, you know, get going. But that's all right. There is a lot going on there. I wish them the best. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll call them next week. We should. <laughs> that would be a great call. Right? We got a lot, lots of questions right. for uh, seems like Jim Jones is laying down some tracks for Joel's project. Okay. He's linking up with Kimbella. Uh, Joe and Sin have some difference of opinion regarding their relationship. Mm. And Rich meets up with Olivia to chat about the money. It doesn't look like it went well. <laughs> it definitely does not. And then we see Cisco <laughs> pop up and we're just like, holy oh, shmageggies. Lord. So that was that. And then, of course, we had a new episode of Love and Hip on Miami. Yeah, we did. And I'm sure you have another free cap for us. And you know I do. Do you want to hit us with mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, I'll do counting again. <laughs> and three, two, one, free cap. Uh, Amara's mama not here for the drama. Said Papa's clout chasing on her daughter. And God forbid that her mom's was right. He need help with bills because the money tight. He has cancer now. She said I'm his child. If I have the means, I'm going to help him out. Streets is talking. They said that MJ's a and gossip feeling like reality Trick was working out He was wearing jeans Said he too much man for a trampoline Briscoe getting closer to that get back But them bowling tips He could keep that Sukiyana out here trying to patch a beef Saucy Santana had tricks up his sleeve Said Miami tip is a lion ass Picture at the door 
person. She can't trust pets. Boom, boom, boom. Do not enter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she did not. She did not. So we will give Tip a call to chat about all this fun stuff. Right. But let's let's talk it up about Amada and Mama Anna. Indeed. Okay, so while Mama Anna is seating, which I loved seeing, right. Amada fills her in on the conversation she had with her father. Like Lejeune said in the free cap, he asks her for some financial support because of his cancer. Medical bills, as we know, are quite pricey. Right. And Mama Anna is calling bullshit because he has never helped Amada and doesn't want her to have any relationship with him whatsoever. But Amada feels if she can drop some dough on a bag, she can help her dad. That was a great point. That was a very good point. But I'm like, girl, how many bags you buying? Because those medical bills, they're going to rack up. Yeah, because I was like, one little bag. Listen, I'm like, okay, know, pay for a couple procedures, but I don't know if we, you About know, everything. Right. Yeah, so, pero Ana doesn't right. understand <laughs> why her father... You know, understanding that he had the paperwork issues, but she's like, so why didn't he call? Yeah, I sort of understand like why. He could call. And why was it the first time? I think she was saying the first time that he met her was at the age of 13. That's crazy. So she's just like, huh? Huh? Right. What What gives? Right. So Amada's like, listen, he's he's probably changed because, you know, of the unfortunate cancer and he's older. But Anna's like, no, 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 no. And then you have MJ offering himself up as Amada's manager while she's looking for a new one. And she just needs time to think about that because I get the whole thing with business right. and pleasure. And You're she was just already like, feeling a certain way as if that line had been crossed because she yeah. can't even have like a date night with her man without him talking about yes. the biz. Exactly. And that's what she talks to Prima Donna about at right. Santana's event. Because she's like, you know, sometimes I just want to be with my man. But alas, here we are. Right. I don't know if some of these because, you know, like Remy and Pap have a working kind of relationship as well. That's true. So I wonder how they figured it out. But, you know, it's not for everybody, I guess. It's true, it's true, it's true. And But then also, I feel like, no, I don't know if they probably started <laughs> like that. I was going to say they probably came into the game like that, and this is, like, not how she started. But I feel like oh, they probably true. they feel like they probably also worked and eased into that working Yeah, and they are in a new relationship, too. So right. maybe it, t- it takes some time. Yeah, it might take a little massaging. Yes, and Prima Donna meets up with her friend Annie, who apparently has a history with MJ. Right, which she was so very made sure to let Amada know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Annie feels that uh, when... MJ was trying to get his career going. He basically, like, leached off of her and mooched off of her, sucked her dry with all of her money, calling him a deadbeat, essentially, and she's hoping that he doesn't do the same thing to Amara. I've never heard anyone call anyone that is not a dad a deadbeat. It's normally deadbeat dad. Deadbeat dad. I know, right? (laughs) My mom uses that word quite often. I don't know what that's about, but clearly it's stuck over here. I'm like, yo, what's good, deadbeat? (laughs) I'm so into it. So good. So then over to our girls, Hoodbrack, Chameleon, and Suki. They are serious Mm -hmm. about this tour and start interviewing road managers along with Miami Tip. Right. So let's give her a call because that was fun to watch. And also, you know, we have that event that we can always talk about as well. Right. Here we go. Hello? <gasps> ring, Hello? ring, bitch! Pew, 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 pew! Hey, we got Miami Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? We're doing pretty cute. Thank you for answering our phone call. Right. You know, I had to. What are you up to? What's, what's going down <laughs> in Miami? Well, the weather is a little bit nippy for us. Mm. Um, I'm just running around doing motherly duties. 
being the superwoman that I am. Always, right? always. Um, <laughs> so we love this uh, episode of Love and Hip Hop Miami this week, and we're talking about how our girls hood brat Chameleon and Sukiyana are looking for a road manager. Yes. And the interview process was pretty hysterical. So obviously, like, Hood Brat is very business. She's like, I want somebody that's not going to be a yes man and X, Y, Z. And then Suki and Millie are just, like, kind of getting their flirt on. Oh, my God. And, yes. and Suki's like, I want wings and Hennessy. <laughs> right. So would you ever be their road manager or what's up? <laughs> Um, I think dealing with three different women, as you can see, with three different mindsets would definitely be a little bit crazy um, to be on the road with 24 seven or, mm -hmm. you know, consistently. It, it would be a lie. And then that's four different attitudes because we got to add my attitude. I don't know. I think it'd be too crazy for me. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. What <laughs> advice would you have for a road manager to deal with those three uh, personalities, if you will? Um, to pray. Because <laughs> I like that guy JJ, the one that was kind of like that gave us that the mob vibes. Right. Yes. That um, was he was cool, but he was a little bit way too. too it's like, bro. You. I mean, it's just uh, not just road management, but like he was just coming in with too much authority too yeah. soon. And then also he creeped me out when he said, "You'll know who I worked with once." I was like, "Dude, you're a fraud <laughs> outside." But we did see at Santana's event that Alvin sort of shoots his shot, saying that he would be the man for the job. What do you think? Yes, um, I think I, you know I'm all for people transitioning and trying to do things, step out their comfort zone, mm. but at least have some kind of experience. Alvin, I don't know Alvin to have experience at all besides being Trina's friend. Mm -hmm. When it comes to, you know, being an actual road manager uh. and taking on that that, that responsibility. Yeah, because he did drop her name quite a bit. And but he's he, like, I've helped her and da da da. But we do see like. Yeah, a, but he yeah, wasn't okay. her road manager. He was like the guy who got the drinks or like, you know. Yeah, mm. he just kept the, the right. train flowing. It's true. Because when Trina, when he talks to Trina, like, wasn't I always there to do what I had to do? And she was like, you did what you had yeah, to do. Yeah, she said you but did she pretty did good. she did seem like a little reluctant to sort of like gas right. that situation. But you're right, though. We, we're always here for a glow up, so hopefully he can get it together. Right. <laughs> right. But right. so exactly. yeah, let's let's chat about this uh, Santana mixtape release party, okay? So <laughs> she's like, "All right, Lord, here we go." <laughs> so <laughs> we know there's some friction, okay, to say the least, between y'all because there was the incident where he got shot in the arm, and he's saying it's an LGBTQ hate crime. You went on mm -hmm. live to say otherwise. So why did you feel the need to get involved? Like, what was your tie with all this? Well, first, let me say, there's no friction from my my side. You do okay? let that be known, I, this good. week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know how to live in my truth. Mm. And that was all I did. I, I just told the truth. Like, yeah, you did get shot. and But, like, let's tell everybody everything how much disrespecting you did before you got shot just to label it as a lgbtq you know hate, hate crime, crime. like mm. we, we don't know where it came from but you did a lot of disrespecting moments before you got shot at in the middle of the hood mm. like so let's just you know i i don't i didn't my, my thing wasn't to bash him I, I didn't call out his name i didn't call him out his name at any point i didn't disrespect him i just said that there were a lot of events before you got shot like right before you got shot that happened and and let's address that and let's be let people be aware of that also than to just pinpoint that it was an lgbtq hate crime we don't know why you got shot 
Yeah. So for clarity, like you didn't have anything to do with the club or the people that unfortunately shot him, right? Hell no. Oh, okay, got it. So right. you were just like speaking the truth just on your own terms. Okay, because sometimes you right, know, people... I just like how can you pinpoint why you got shot when you did a lot of, of, of you know, disrespecting right. right before he was walking in like we're in the middle of the hood. Everybody knows like he was walking into different men's um, sections like, oh, ain't nobody going to do nothing to me. Y'all can mm. get whoever y'all want and F y'all and everything else. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can curse, but I'm No, no, you can curse me. Fuck, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, See? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he's just like walking through different groups and then he's putting his hands in, in, in the security guard's face and he was just really belligerent and doing the most. After being there for three hours, We, you know, he had a good time. It gave him great hospitality. The right. security was making sure he was okay. Managers was making sure he was taken care of. So it wasn't until that he pulled his pants down and had a black thong and decided to twerk in right. the middle of a gentleman's club. You can't do that. Yeah. A, a right. girl, a female can't even get naked in the middle it's of a true, gentleman's club. True. So, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So security just I... did his job and said, can you pull up your pants? And this man just turned into, I don't know who he turned into, but it, it, it just it went all cute. the way left. And y'all weren't, like, weren't like kicking it together. You just happened to be there at the same time. We were kicking it. Like, oh. he was, he, we, we had a good time. Like, he was showing love. Like, we were kicking it in, in the midst of those three hours. Yes. I, and me and him don't really know each other. But that night, we kind of, you know, Bonded a little yeah. more. You oh, know? yeah, y'all got to go on that night. But listen, I, listen, <laughs> I wasn't there, and I don't really know what happened. But I do know that you don't want to take lightly making accusations about someone discriminating against you about for a certain specific issue, you know, because we do have right. other people that live in that truth, and yeah. they might not be taken seriously because of opportunities that people take to blame whatever situation on something that happened to them. But I'm not going to lie, girl. We got to talk about the trespassing sign. <laughs> that was hilarious. And I died because you seemed to get a kick out of the situation, too. And I loved how you handled it. Yeah, because I don't know why the hell he invited me and then uninvited me. That was... Right. You said that, that that your sister was on the list. Like, oh, my God. I just can't imagine who would just react like that off the top. But I have got to ask, did you ever um, get to make it to the bathroom? Or... <laughs> uh, I did not. I just was like, you know what? I'm going home because I got to use the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. I use the bathroom at home. That was a mess. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, I, if I was you, I would probably just take the sign for a keepsake. Like, All oh, right. thank you for this. Well, <laughs> the sign I made the sign. The sign is my my pick in, on Instagram. It's my um bio pic. Like, oh, that's good. Oh, that's so good. oh look <laughs> at you! Oh, check you out. But yeah, like you said, so like Suki convinced Santana to invite you. And she uh -huh. mentions to Santana that you were going to apologize, and that's why Santana was like, "All right, fine, have a roll through." Did you have any plans to apologize at this event? What am I apologizing for? I didn't do nothing but say what happened before he got shot, just to show that you know we don't know why you got shot. So why are you pinpointing it on a, a hate crime? Like, mm -hmm. no. And what am I apologizing for? I just stated everything that happened the hours before he got shot at. Right, right. Yeah. And now we do see that he's like, oh, 
I want her to go on live now and apologize. So I'm assuming that's a no on your live to do shit because I'm not apologizing for nothing. Like, what am I apologizing for? Telling the truth? It would have been great if you went on live and be like, yeah, I said what I said because that's what you did. <laughs> that would have been Gone so on live outside of the event. Like, oh, hey, what's up? Right. In front of the trespass right. and <laughs> Like, we live here at this fool's. But no, let me stop. <laughs> what else? I is- should have. I should have. That's right. You I really had to pee. You know, I got it too. Whenever I got to go to the bathroom, I'm not in my right state of mind right. either. You're like, what? Who is right. this? And know. I was holding it for a minute. I had to go. And you have some tight-ass pants on, too. I was like, woof. I was like, I could feel right. that. You look too cute to go back home to be going to the bathroom. I'm going to just say that. You look too cute to be turning around going back home. That mm-hmm. damn Santana. <laughs> but we want to know for real, for real, what else is going on in your world, in the world of Miami Tip? What you got going on? Well, outside, you know, dealing with Suki is a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I got that going on, trying to get her career to take off to the next level. I'm a full-time mom of a, a, an amazing athlete, and that's another uh, full-time job. Wow. Um, How old is your Yeah, athlete? he's 15. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got your hands so, full. Right, and that requires a lot of attention. Um, I, I just wrote a book. I'm working on getting that. It's called The Bottom Line. I'm working on getting that off the ground. Um, I am also turning that into a series. So we're getting all the scripts and all that stuff together now. Yeah. So this is why you can't be the road manager. I literally am like, um, (laughs) right, right, right. I definitely can't. I can be here. I wouldn't mind being a road manager. I just can't do it with three women who have three different attitudes. Right. Right. Hello. And they're all very strong and aggressive. And I don't think that they, like, I can talk to them and be like, hey, you know, they could take constructive criticism. It's yeah. just a lot. I feel you. That. Especially being so close to Suki, um, I feel like there could be some situations where, God forbid, you agree with something that she says, everyone's going to feel like you're taking sides. Oh, side. but it happens all the time. Or if I'm talking to someone that she's, you know, got um, tension with or whatever, it happens all the time. Oh, yeah, mm. like like Nikki Natural. Right. right. What right. were your thoughts on that? <laughs> Um, the whole Nikki Natural situation, I think that Nikki Natural is tripping. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie, she was definitely. I was on miss. You were just like poking every type of bear. Like, right? Yeah, she's just doing the most. Um, she doesn't know how to. Chill. Like, you got to learn from somebody. You got to sit down and you got to watch. You ain't. You just started doing music. You don't know how this goes. Trina obviously is a legend, so you know you definitely want to co-sign yeah. or some help from her. Right. But your mouth keep you know getting you getting you in trouble. When she everything. called her a bitch, I was like, what? Right. <laughs> like, oh my right. god. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. she definitely knocked herself out of a great opportunity. Now nobody even wants to listen to her. Yeah, no. oh. and she's a beautiful girl. Like, no. Oh, like yeah, no, I feel so, you. That's but, true. I mean, if you're gonna call Trina a bitch, it better be the baddest bitch. Hello. Right, right. <laughs> and, and everyone's like, ain't right. nobody's gonna be the baddest bitch. So, so there's that too. Like, like I'm just thinking about if I had to deal with that as a role manager or a manager, like trying to have your artist just be quiet. Mm-mm. Yeah, right. it's hard. So imagine trying to deal with three different women that are just very outspoken and aggressive yeah it's a lot a lot of things but yeah i just want to say thank you so much for answering our call i hope you had a good time right i did and thank you for keeping it so cute with that trespassing sign because that was great right thank you guys yeah you're so so welcome have a beautiful day bye okay you too (laughs) bye-bye she's fun I love her so much. She's a lot of fun. But good listen, attitude it, and good vibes go- overall. Right. And you know what's so crazy is that she has, like, she's so smart enough to know, like, it's, it's not about a bag. Yeah. I can't take this on. 
Yeah, exactly. So like some people are just like, oh, I'm gonna add this to the res. I'm no, gonna you're this totally bag. right. Gonna... They'll just like override themselves, and then all of a sudden, like things fall apart. Right, so... The reputation gets ruined. Mm-hmm. So, so you I gotta be level headed. Right. All right. So on next week's episode, we chatted about Alvin, Alvin, and how he's taking a stab as a road manager. Seems. Ooh. Things are looking a little shaky, little rough, little rough. but that's all right. We should see. It kind of looks like a little fun, though, because seeing like Bobby walk into that bar like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. loved it. And uh, Prima Donna gets a sit down going with Amada and Annie, who is spilling all sorts of things about MJ. Right. Where it seems Amada confronts MJ about it, and there's a blowout to be had. A blowout, blowout. Boom. I loved her hair in that scene. Right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sometimes I wish I should wear. I, I just want to have different hair sometimes over here. You should. Could I? I can't pull this off. I mean, on the weekend, it might be in the on office. On the weekend. On the, in the office, I feel like it would get awkward because even me as a woman, I want to do all this crazy stuff to my hair, but it gets you frustrating. You should do it. I like it. It gets you do frustrating it. sometimes when everyone's like, oh, your hair. So sometimes you just want to like just be regular because I don't feel like going through that for like the next two days. Okay, got it. Right. So note to self, if you change up your hair game, I won't say a single so, comment. So listen, no, no, you should say it, but I'm just encouraging you, you should try it. it All right. Do something funky on the weekend, and then if you feel good, then ease it into... The weekday. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we give Caesar a call to chat about the season premiere of mm-hmm. Black and Cool mm-hmm. New York, Lejeune, what's our hashtag? You already know it's hashtag VH100, the podcast. Boom. So we had the season premiere of Black Ink Crew, Mm -hmm. New York. And I love it because Q is trying to be all cute and fashionable for his first city winter wonderland that he thinks is going to be this glorious thing. Right. I'm like, this is nothing to look forward to. Yeah. No, no, no. And this past winter wasn't really like a winter. I mean, it feels like spring today. Global warming. I'm scared that March, I think we're going to have a huge snowstorm, but I digress. Oh. Oh, my God. Take take a seat, Mr. Groundhog. Lejeune's coming through. (laughs) Right. She's letting you know there's a big (laughs) snowstorm coming. Okay? In March. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Young Bay is claiming she's a virgin again since her poos-poos reset. I feel you, girl. After Nico. Uh, It's been a minute since she's gotten some action down there. It happens. Resets itself. And then Caesar brings back Sassy, who is bringing the heat on everyone about what clients are coming in. And Caesar's looking at his 113th financial statements, and he's not too happy about some numbers. So let's give the man a call. Yes. Call bring, the bring, boss bring. Man. We got to call the boss man because a lot went down. Hey. <laughs> ring, ring, bash. What's up, y'all? What's up? How are you? I'm good, Joe. What's going on? How's our day going? Um, it's pretty good. I started off with a facial. I'm about to go get some rasta pasta and then go hit the gym after that. Oh, a facial. Okay. Check I you like out. That. <laughs> so, <laughs> we we had a very action-packed uh, season premiere of Black Ink. And we'll yeah. we'll start off a, li- a little light. So maybe Let's start off light. Let's start off light. Mm-hmm. Maybe not light for you though, because Puma gave you some uh, financial <laughs> statements <laughs> of one thirteen. Yeah, and you didn't look too happy about some numbers. Oh no, the numbers is horrible, man. Like, listen, I own a couple of shops, and for my flagship shop not to be doing the numbers that's projected, yeah. and I I expect from these guys like it's not it's, it's not good, man. When he tied me them numbers, I didn't I couldn't even believe it. Oh, it shit. looked like 
Yeah, I, I look like these guys have been partying and bullshitting the whole time sitting there getting all these shots together. Oh, wow, that's crazy. And so you and Puma decide to bring Sassy back in to help whip the shop into shape. And we've seen yeah. this happen before. Typically, it doesn't really go well, but what do you think is different about this time around? Because the difference is Sassy has always been that mature voice that always thought business, 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 and forget about the drama. So Sassy is the perfect person to make sure this shop becomes drama-free and start making some money again. Damn it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Bring in that cash flow. I mean, hopefully she uh, figures out who stole the painting because your prized possession comes up missing with the eerie ransom note. And we bust out some lie detector tests to figure out who did it. But we don't really find out who did it. However, we find out that Puma used to be a stripper called Chocolate Thunder. And then yeah, he's exce- found that out. And exce- <laughs> <laughs> That's very, the, the people need to know, okay? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was well, well disturbing. Yeah. I really didn't. The only thing that came out of that lie detector test was that. <laughs> yeah. like, I, 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 I thought that was a lie. I, I thought he was just playing around with me. I right. couldn't I did too. Guy, and to find yeah. out he was the only one to pass. Yeah, of, yeah, he's like, yep, Chocolate Thunder. It's insane. And I've accepted money for yeah. sex twice. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting what Puma used to live, live in his other life. Like, right. I didn't even know about that. And I knew this guy almost my whole life. I was going to say, but, hey, learn something new every day. That is crazy. Every day. But I'm still looking for my painting, and I need my painting back. If anybody has any information, please contact me in, on Instagram. DM. I was oh so we still okay I was I literally gonna I, I ask you I feel like you. I know who has it yeah Lejeune has a conspiracy who do you think has it I think Tati has it only because the letter specifically refers to you in the way that you refer to yourself Self, when King you were Caesar. having yeah when you were having that argument with um with Tati and then this happened so soon after and then she was one of the two people that left um, well, now she's a receptionist. She went from VP of operations to right. receptionist. And so now that you've yeah. demoted her, she's like, oh, he's never going to get that picture back. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, we'll all see what happens. I need my painting back, <laughs> but I love that painting. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but you did not come to play um, because you were promoting, hiring, firing people. I just am like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know what was going on. The vibes were crazy in the room at that time. The best part for me yeah was Donna thinking that it was sweet. She was like, yeah, I'm about to do this positive manifestation, put this raise out there, and see if that comes back to me. Like, that was crazy. And then she found out she was Bay's apprentice. How is that going? Um, (laughs) she hates it, but you know. (laughs) It's called a print knife. That's what we call her now, a print Uh -uh. knife. We kind of changed it up. She keeps talking she's not going to be called the apprentice, so we call her a print knife. Yeah, we came with a new word for Donna. That's so cute. And I know that Teddy was demoted. He was president, but it's not clear. I don't know what he is now. All right. Teddy's just my cousin, you know. Like, at the end of the day, everybody got to understand, that's my cousin. His job is just to be my cousin. And I am trying to put him in other roles, too. I'm trying to do some boss moves with him. Like, uh, we put in the... We plan to open up a shop in Milwaukee together. Mm. He likes Milwaukee, the Midwest. And plus, you know, your boy's moving on out there. You know, I'm almost taking over the East Coast. I probably got, what, four or five more shops to open on the East Coast. 
Thomas Locke's married to the, the Midwest. Mm, we like yeah. the Midwest. We yeah, like we the Midwest. We saw that. We did see that. <laughs> we did see that last season. We like the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So, you know, as you're rearranging everyone's jobs at the shop and trying to figure out who stole the painting, Des then comes in looking for Sky, and we find out you actually haven't heard from her either. And he's, right. he's saying he's looking for some type of guidance in his life. And when he does meet up with Sky, things do start off okay. Like they're even hugging and apologizing for the last time they meet up. And then things go very, very south. So what, do you, what are yeah. your thoughts on this whole situation? Because obviously I know that's your sis. He, you call him nephew. Like, like it must be hard for you because you're in the middle. I mean, I'm always in the middle when it comes to them. I'll tell you the truth. I don't expect anything to be perfect especially dealing with family. So it's just like a hurdle that we're just trying to get over together as a family. And, you know, like I tell Scott and I tell Des, I'm there for both of them. And time always heals all wounds. And right now they they had differences, but like I said, over time, They'll get get through this. I know they will. Got it. So you feel like a little time apart should just, like, mend the wounds. But would you ever, like, try to pull them together again? Oh, you know I will. You know me already. (laughs) I'm going to try. I'm going to push them. That's that's what what being the leader of this crew requires. Like, I'm no longer the boss. I'm the leader. And I got to show by example and just try to do what I need to do. And for, for my family... And for my friends. Yeah, because when you were chatting with him in the car and he started, like, crying about the whole situation, like, I even felt that. Because obviously, you know, I know Sky as well. And I kind of teared up, too, because it it is very heavy stuff. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, watching the show. They're just like, oh, he's just crying. It's like, no, this is very, like, real-life stuff that's going on. Right. I mean, I don't know, have personal relationships and interact with you guys, but watching it, for me, I got emotional. Yeah. Like, it's real talk. It's tough. But you handled it very beautifully. I was very proud of you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Of course, man. Of yeah, course. exactly. And we peeped what's to come on this season of 113th getting an eviction notice. When, mm-hmm. And then you're opening up a shop in Chicago to rival Nye Mag. Is it safe to say yeah. that you're not cool with Ryan and Kitty getting together? No, it's not that. I just feel like at the end of the day, that situation between them opened my eyes that I need to concentrate on my business. I can't be having... Even with 113, the whole situation with the crew and them, I can't, if I'm going to do what I need to do, I can't sit here and let friendships mess up business for me. And I always want to franchise Black Ink, and I felt like I should do all 50 states. Now that I'm starting to expand, go through through the East Coast, I need the Midwest. So, Midwest is part of it. I'm doing Milwaukee. I'm doing Detroit. I'm doing um, Indianapolis. And ch- I'm doing Chicago. Very I'm interesting. Doing yeah. Very interesting. I'm just so intrigued that now you choose. Why now do you choose to go straight for Chicago? <laughs> why not? It got Here such a big market. And and um, I did help build a brand that I might as well capitalize off it. It is called Black Ink Chicago, and there ain't no mm. Black Ink Chicago mm. there. So, and yes, I need to get there, you know what I mean? That and that's genius. a big city, and that's a lot, a lot of money, man. I'm missing right now. Oh, so man. that's what it's about. Like, I was never the type of, for the house on the prairie type of thing. I'm the type of guy, I want my, I want a castle. I need a skyscraper. 
So I, I, I want I want the money. Uh, that other situation between Ryan and Kit, they could they could go run off and be happy together and share hairspray. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was such a great point because I didn't even think about it. There's no nine mag in Chicago, and that brand is out there from the from that show. Boom. Exactly. Um, and Boom. we <laughs> and so just to bring this up though, we did have Ryan call in last week, and mm-hmm. we asked him if he had any plans of opening a Nine Mag in other cities, and he had a, a comment saying how people open up shops because you can. Right. He didn't name names, but it was interesting mm-hmm. that he brought that up, knowing that you're opening up your shop in Chicago. Yeah, I think it's something along the lines of I'm not the type to just open up a shop because I can. And we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, we're like, oh. But I mean, what are your thoughts on him. that? I mean, I tell you the truth. If it could have been done, anybody would have done it. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing right mm-hmm. now is honestly, I'm setting the the the. I'm I'm actually setting the the, the path for others to follow. If Ryan want to do it, all he got to do is follow my steps. But mm-hmm. the end of the day, this is not made for everybody. Like with him, he has a family. He has certain things. Right now, I'm just grinding. My daughter. She's about to be 16. She's about to go to college. All I got to do is just keep it moving for my family. So at the end of the day, it's like we in two different situations. I'm opening up all these shots to show the culture. You just ain't got to be an entertainer or uh, an athlete. You could be a businessman and still be cool. You ain't got to change yourself like that. And that's what I'm doing is for the culture. Boom. Right. (laughs) But no, yeah, thank you uh, so much for answering the call. Right. Because, and I know you, you are a busy man, and I'm going to be seeing you literally tomorrow. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm, all day. <laughs> I'm with you all day tomorrow, so get excited for it. <laughs> oh, don't worry, man. I know we, we're going to be spending a lot of time together because we got a lot of shows to do. So. We have things you to do, sir. <laughs> so I appreciate yeah. you, and uh, I will see you soon. All right. <laughs> all right. Thank Bye. you. Uh, thank you. Have a good Bye. day. So that was a lot of fun. Very interesting. Uh, I don't like to get messy typically, but I was just like, I wonder what his thoughts are going to be about this Ryan comment. I mean, I felt like we had to say something. Like, we couldn't not say something. Come on. I mean, really. It's Elefante in the room. I mean, it's the first thing I thought about when I saw this episode when he was announcing it. And I was like, oh. Oh, this oh, is interesting okay. timing. Okay, Ryan. I see why you said what was said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. All right, this podcast is long enough. What's today's show de- dedicated to, Miss Thang? I mean, it's no mystery. I mean, usually there's like a whole there's dr- a couple gems this week I know but I just feel like after we just spoke to Caesar and found out that his painting is still missing MIA alright no need for a drone roll please oh shit <laughs> this episode is dedicated to that missing picture and that ransom note the I ma- need to get to the bottom of this and I just really mainly cause out. I wanna be able to say oh let's go back to the clip when I told you so Right. Run me that clip. I really thought it was going to be the lady in the white fur and Love and Hip Hop Miami that got like, she was doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I did think about it, but then after speaking to Caesar, I was like, mm, mm. it's tricky. Okay. <laughs> so that, that picture is, is still out there in the universe. I, and that's a big ass portrait, too, by the way. I don't know how you could just like up and walk. Oh, yeah, wait, he should have security. Well, whatever, it's fine. It is what it is. So that is a wrap on episode 44 of VH100. Right. Don't forget this Friday at 8, we have the season 12 premiere. 
of RuPaul's Drag Race. This season, we have guest judges ranging from Nicki Minaj to Whoopi Goldberg. Mm -hmm. It's going to be great. And the season premiere episode is definitely a lot of fun. Right. And a lot of twists and turns. So I'm always about that. And then, of course, we have new episodes of Wild and Out this Sunday at 7 and again on Tuesday at 8. So make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember to spread the word about VH100. Of course, you must also be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for VH1, Love and Hip Hop, and Black Ink Crew. Mm. Put an at in front of all that or, you know... It's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I am at Easy Manoli. That's Easy M-A-N-O-L-I. That's right. And I'm at I-M-L-A June, like the month, baby. hey So make sure you're listening to us and keep it 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.